Blog Talk Radio. Coming at you live. It is Buzzworthy Radio, where you can get the latest buzz on all your favorite shows and stars. Buzzworthy starts now. Hey, welcome to a new edition of Buzzworthy Radio. I'm your host, Navelle J. Lee, coming at you live right now. It is 8 p.m. Eastern Time here on this Thursday. We're going to be joined by Mr. Man himself, Mr. John Paul of Lassier. I like saying that name. I love saying that last name. I don't know why that is. That was- it, it just seems like it's a, it, it seems like a drink that I want to have, man. I, 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 it really does. It's like... Can I get, like, a Lavoisier, like, right now? Yeah. <laughs> before there was ever a song, has the Cavazier, that's, so. That's I, true. See, it worked out well. I didn't even, yeah. I didn't even think of that. that. That was good. See, you even got me on that one. I didn't even think about that song. That, that That's good. Yeah. That's yeah, Lavoisier, some people have said. Yeah. Hilarious. Oh. Yeah. Right, past the Cavazier. Yeah, past Lavoisier. I didn't even know it was. Mm. I didn't even know Cavazier was a real liquor when I when I made up my name because I had made it up when I was like fifteen. I chose you made. I Lavoisier is not my birth name. I'm not French Canadian or or French by any means. Um, I'm I'm of Polish descent actually. Oh okay. Yeah. So and you just um, came you just came up with that off of a whim. You just came up with Lavazzi just like like nothing. Well, when I was when I was uh when I was 15, I I was a huge I was a nerd in high school. I was a band nerd and to add to my geekness, um I I was a magician. And I used to do kids birthday parties. And when I was 15, I did, I needed a stage name for my magic shows. And I was uh I came across a scientist by that name in my biology book. Uh, his name was Antoine de Lavoisier. So I stole oh, okay. it, and, I, and it's stuck ever since. So, um, so that's that. I just changed it to that. So that's that's how it came to be. There's nothing wrong with being a band dork. So there's nothing there's nothing wrong with showing geekness. Yeah, well, there's nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong with being able to play a musical instrument, and obviously, there's nothing wrong with being a musician. However, unfortunately, uh, in high school and middle school and late elementary school, as a kid, uh, it's not usually that highly of a desired uh, position in the politics of, of school. Um, the football players and the cheerleaders and all the cool kids, you know, the cool kids that get the back seat on the bus, don't really. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> look up, look up to a you know a, 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 a out of shape fifteen year old you know hitting a bass drum at halftime. So that's that's what I mean by band nerd. This is true. You have a point there. Not when you're carrying a big a, you know a three hundred pound bass drum and you're in the back of the line, marching through parades wearing a feathered hat. That's all. Oh yeah. Yeah. Bad fashion sense. Let's not let's not rehash our memories, shall we? <laughs> I like to <laughs> I like to just remember myself as looking like a nice, good-looking, hot man. I don't want to rehash myself looking like a nerdy. Yeah, I go to the gym now. Boy. <laughs> so you've been uh, you you've been through crazy stuff playing Rex so far in your seven years that you've been on this show. I mean, you've gone yeah. back in time. You apparently. At one point, was the father of David Vickers. Yes. Yeah. 
that was very interesting yeah. how they how they worked that in. Uh, that I was almost, and I'm very good friends with Tuck, uh, the guy who plays David Vickers, and he's yes. older than I am, and and him and I sort of share the same, we share the same sense of humor. So it, you know the fact that they were sort of toying with and dabbling in the idea that Rex was David Vickers' father because of Rex being Bo in 1968, um, I thought that it was very cute and, and very brilliant and genius of our head writer Ron Carlovati to throw that into mm-hmm. our, the summer storyline. Which, which I will say, which I will uh, state, has the 1968 storyline was, uh, in my over seven years now of being on the show, it's the best storyline I've ever been a part of. Um, really? Yes, it was. Uh, it was three months of just bliss, and and it was how Farah and I, you know, came to be, and well, Gigi and Rex came to be on the show, and and uh, nice. just working with Bob Woods really closely was fantastic, and I. It, got to ride a horse basically for the first time in my life because we had a location shoot on a horse farm overnight and mm-hmm. and I got rained on with rain machines because we had to get struck by lightning in the episode, blah, 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 blah. Anyway, it was just a very... <laughs> we'll compare all my storylines from now on to that summer. So, yeah. I'm not saying I didn't hit you great storylines in the past, but that has been my favorite to date. Um, a lot of fans didn't like it. Uh, a lot of fans did. Yeah. But... Uh, I wish that I had. I think a lot. Of, I think I a lot of people had. liked it because they. Right. I think they all liked it because of of the fact that a lot of the fans loved your on screen time with uh, Bob S. Woods. Um, a lot of fans loved you two working together. So I, I think that's why it it worked for a lot of the fans. I mean, it did for me because I liked you guys uh, way before um, that storyline came into fruition. And just to see you guys working together um, and your chemistry on screen, that that actually played a lot into the storyline for me. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. good, cool. So that's pretty cool. And now you got and now you got another major storyline going on where your your on screen son Shane um, has leukemia, right. and basically shaved your hair off just so you can be uh, be at home with your son. I know. Was that, I, my, huh? Was that your idea? No, I was. I was. I was. Um, I was called into my boss's office about three weeks prior to shaving it, and and he basically just said, "Hey, uh, just let you know, you're gonna have to shave your head in a couple weeks." And I was like, "Okay." I didn't really have a choice, um, but I. I was I was I I was first excited to do it because I my I had never been bald before and then I was started getting scared because I in this weird sort of way I thought that I was like losing my identity because I've always been known as the spiky blonde haired guy on the show and uh, but then I was okay with it again and people complimented me so a lot of people seemed to like it and and everything like that but I, I was anxious to grow my hair back um, the only other the only option would have been to wear a bald cap the guy who yeah. plays Shane Austin where he had to wear a bald cap. I don't know why. I don't know if his mom didn't want him to shave it or if the show was like, hey, it's not, we'll, we'll, I, I don't know why he wore a bald cap, but I didn't envy his two hours in the makeup chair every day to, to take it on and off. So um, I'm, I'm glad that I didn't have to wear a bald cap, actually. Shaving my head was <laughs> um, it. Took an, apparently it was, like, it was an hour and a half to put it on him and a half an hour to take it off. Ouch. So, yeah, no thank you. Yeah, 
I don't envy him either. <laughs> Not at all. But the, but, leukemia, uh, story, but the last thing, leukemia storyline, uh, shaving the head, shaving the hair was the easy part. The, it's it's definitely been the the biggest of an emotional stretch for me, uh, except for years ago when my uh, wife Jen Rappaport died, played by Jessica Morris, when I had to resuscitate her body. This is going back a long time ago. But uh, yeah. this is one of the most long-term uh, sad storylines I've had to play because I've never, I, ha- I don't really have much uh, personally to draw it from. I don't, I don't have kids. Right. You know, I don't even have any nieces or nephews yet. Um, I, I've never really had a real close-to-home cancer uh, situation, um, so I, I don't know where I'm pulling my, you know, my emotions from. But it's it's definitely, I, I don't know. It's been it's it's been a ride as far as playing this the storyline and being in the hospital every day, and it's just been really sad because for the for seven years I've always tried to find humor in things and, you know, comedic type stuff, especially with Bob Woods and things and playing the bumbling boy that hangs around the police office, police station, but now to play like a mature, grown-up father with real father problems, um, they've really they've really grown me in the last year or two, uh, which has been interesting. It's been different. Yeah, yeah it's very, very different for yourself as well as a character to take on something yeah. that's like this serious. And you're doing a very, very good job of it. I mean, I... I pretty much watch it all the time, and it's just, like, it's absolutely fantastic what you guys are doing with this storyline. And I don't know how much you can tease with it, like, what's coming out with the storyline, but uh, rumor has it you and Gigi are going to get married. Just pointing out, uh, if you can well, confirm that. Gosh, <laughs> no, well, no, gosh, I don't, uh, I hope they do. I don't know the answer to that question. Um... I don't know. I, I, I can I I can tell you that Gigi will be in a wedding dress um, oh. shortly, uh, but hmm. I I can't I can't tell you that Rex and, and Gigi will will be tying the knot anytime soon. Um, I can't I can't I I it, it's it's doubtful that they'll be getting married, but I'm not saying Gigi won't be in a wedding dress. Okay. We'll go with that. We'll go with that. All right. All right. It would be All fantastic right. for them to get married, but I can't. Uh, I can't verify that. There's. I. I. I have. John Paul has yet to wear a prop wedding ring in any scene. <laughs> work. I do. I, I. I. worked today and was not wearing a wedding ring. I can tell you that. So. Mm, okay. All my, right. My real father's never worn his wedding ring, so it doesn't mean anything necessarily. Anyway. Uh. <laughs> That's like you not, you know, outside of work, you don't wear jeans. You just wear pajama pants all the time. Let me tell you, I have, I own one pair of jeans. They were probably 60 bucks from the Gap, and I wear them maybe, oh, God, I don't know. I might wear them once every other month or so. Yes, I, I live in my pajama pants. I'm wearing pajama pants right now. Um, when I have to dress up, I tend to wear white cargo pants from Old Navy. They were actually a gift from one of our makeup artists at the show for letting him use, I let him use my apartment one night because he didn't feel like driving all the way home. So I let him crash in my apartment and it's a gift. He bought me white cargo pants and those are what I wear when I have to dress up, when I have to go to a nice restaurant. I hate jeans. They're very constricting. Um, <laughs> they are. Uh, 
I, I'm, 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 I must be part Hugh Hefner or something in a past life. I live and breathe in my pajama pants. They're absolutely comfortable, and uh, I've, I've spoiled myself. I'm ruined for jeans. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah. I mean, I'm a jeans wearer all the time, except in the summer, but, I, I, you know, each yeah. person has different tastes, so, you know, yeah. I don't, oh, this, you know. This guy I work with, one of the one of the, the guys who works behind the camera on the crew, I was talking to him a couple months ago, and he, and, he, and I said, what did you do this weekend? He was like, oh, my God, he's like, I just cleaned out my drawers and threw away a whole, I, I threw away, like, 12 pairs of jeans, and I mm-hmm. said, I said, you own 12 pairs of jeans? And he said, oh, no, I own more like 20 or 25, but I got rid of about right. half of them. He goes, so I have to go back out now this weekend and buy like eight more pair. I said, oh, my God. I, I've never, <laughs> I haven't owned eight pair of jeans in my life. Nice. Yeah. Nice. But Each their own, man. Each their own. All right. Yeah, my, you got, you know, <laughs> it's just, I can't, I can't wear pajama pants every day. I just can't do it. Well, can you not do it for, can you not do it for your, for your, for professional reasons, or you just don't think you can do it? I just don't think I can do it at all. Not, not just professional. I just don't think I can do it at all. I mean, you should give it a trial week. Once a, a week. week. Just a trial a week. week. A trial no. week. Okay. For, no, for an entire week, every day, wear pajama pants to work and see what happens. Yeah. And I'll tell you, I'll tell you what's going to happen. I'm going to tell you exactly what's going to happen. Yeah. Just Jealousy from your coworkers. See, people will become jealous of you for being so comfortable. That works. That works. I so, like to be comfortable at work. I do. Yeah. Well, it's every, very feasible. <laughs> <laughs> All right, New York caller, you're on the line with John Paul and Navelle from Buzzworthy. What's going on with you this evening? Is that seven one eight seven three eight number? What? Um, Queens number? No, you got me. Okay. Yeah, you. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Now that we've got that established, hi, John. Hello. I met you a while back. Roxy did my nails at Henry Bendel's. Somebody did your nails. You were wearing your pajamas. Of course, I was, but. Um, somebody was doing your nails? Yes, remember the event at Henry Bendel's a while back? Oh my gosh, on Fifth Avenue? Yes, all the way that back was, then. Oh my gosh, that was like, what, five years ago? Mm, that was maybe. a long time ago. I know, I got some awesome pictures of you. You do? Yes, I'm going to have to try to upload those. You don't have a Facebook, do you? No, I'm I, I'm so prehistoric. I don't have a MySpace or a Facebook, or I I just I I, I mail things through the postal service. I'm like <laughs> retired little. I I don't know anything about that world. Hmm. Maybe I oh, can get them to you at the studio. You can gotta you can teach him about that stuff. <laughs> One of these days, maybe I'll get over to the studio. I'll drop them off for you. Come over to the studio, or um. Or mail them, or mail a disc to me. You know, if you mail it to the studio, I'll get it. They'll put it in my mailbox. Sounds or like a plan. Or you can. Or I you was can just at the Diva event the other night. I was hoping you were going to be there. I didn't. I wasn't. I wasn't invited to that event. What night was that? At Prohibition on the nineteenth. Cassie I, was there. The Divas. I I, I didn't. 
nobody ever put a fly. I didn't know anything about it. <laughs> Although oh, you're going to get what, him in trouble. I'm going to get him in trouble, yeah. Although, what day of the week was that? The 19th? I think I was out of town. Sunday. That was on a Sunday night. Sunday night. I think, I think I was either in Kentucky with Farrah's family or North Carolina golfing with John Brotherton. Oh, I no. I can't remember. Yes, because he, that's where he said he was when I spoke to him the other night. Okay. So, was, so he wasn't there either. Right. We're probably got, I think I, uh, I, I was traveling back and forth quite a bit for like two weeks there because we were off at work and th- I, I think there's a very I think I was in North Carolina or flying from North Carolina to Kentucky that day. So there you go. Yeah. Yeah, I know. He he mentioned that that was what he was doing. So you were both over there at the same time. Yeah. But um, my question for you today was um oh what what happened what, what? happened you're still here the oh, delivery okay. your door did the food come i don't know what it's that i was now off i was like oh wait a minute no. um my thing was i wanted to tell you that i am so glad you shaved your head for solidarity to show you know this is your son you're doing this for I don't like it as far as you shaved your head, <laughs> but the reason that yeah. you did it was amazing. Yeah. Was that your idea, or did they suggest that to you? They, 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 they basically, in some, they, I mean, they told me that I kind of had to, um, but I, I'm sure if I fought the issue, they wouldn't have made me. But I wasn't about to fight the issue because of the storyline and. And, you know, I'm willing to do anything for, you know, me and my guy. It was with my son, leukemia, and everything like that. Uh, you know, I'll do almost anything for the show. So, uh, you know, so I, I, I happily did it. I, I, was, I was excited, then I was nervous, and I was excited again. And, <laughs> and uh, in the end, I'm glad that I did it. And I got, a lot of, I got a lot of compliments. And, you know, other people said that they were very happy. And I, I got some fan mail, you know, talking about, you know, people who have had leukemia close to home and, so they were touched by it and things. So, I, you know, it, it was all positive. Uh, they did that once before on Bold and Beautiful. Leslie Kay shaved her head. And it was uh, and, you know, and I remember that. Yes, I do remember yeah. that. Yep. That was so It was wild. very controversial. So I'm glad that you got a chance to do the same thing. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Me too. And I promise I will try to get those pictures to you somehow. All right, well, I'm claiming you. <laughs> All right, thank if, you very much for If for I get to one of the events, I'll be glad to bring him with me. Sure. Thank you. Thanks. Have a good you too. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. All right. Uh, caller from uh, Tennessee. You from Nashville? Nashville, Tennessee? Uh, close to Nashville, yes. Close to Nashville. Half okay. hour, about half hour from Nashville. Nice. Well, uh, John Paul, how are you? Good, how are you? Good. Uh, I unfortunately have not been able to beat you, but it's not from the lack of trying. Uh, I was trying to go to some of the uh, soap opera mania events, and they all got uh, canceled. I was scheduled to go to three different ones. So, and, that, and the guy in charge of that just called me today, and I called him back, and he wasn't in the office. He's got. He's trying something else now again. He's trying I, – I don't want to speak too much of it because I don't know what he's – Things aren't over with that company. He's he's trying something uh, in a few months from now. So uh, don't lose touch with his website. I can I guess okay. I can probably say that. Um, he, there's something else happening in the future. That's all I can say. Okay. Well, the first time was like close to your birthday, so I had gotten you 
uh, present, so I just sent it to the studio. Did you happen to get uh, Tennessee pajamas? No. <laughs> you didn't get it? Wait. Well, I sent that, and then along with it was a shirt, and I had printed on it, John Paul is my name, golf is my game. Oh, yes, I did get that. But you, Oh, my God, I did get that. But did that, you get it? I think I got it before my birthday, though. Uh, you may have, because as soon as it was canceled, I sent it to the studio. I did get it. Yes. Now, <laughs> yeah, I did. I thought maybe John Brotherton would really love that when you go golfing together. Yeah, he's a much better golfer than I am. Um, thank you for my gift. You're welcome. The and, uh, were like, were they like yellow or green or something? I'm colorblind. They were. Well, I sent a just a regular plaid pair, but I also I got Tennessee pair because I knew Farrah would just love that. <laughs> Being from Kentucky, Tennessee, yeah. they're like rivals. So it was is just kind of one joke. of those. Is Tennessee one of the eight states that borders Kentucky? <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh my God! Kentucky <laughs> borders more states than other states. It's one of the eight states or something. So, yeah. But um, I, I want to tell you that uh, I've been a fan of Farrah's since she was on uh, Days when she debuted. And I never oh. watched one like to live until she came, so I didn't really know who you were. So it's thanks to her that I became a fan of yours. I've so you have to. I, I've been <laughs> I'm, I've been riding Fats coattails for a year and a half now. <laughs> well, you both are awesome. I I love both of you, and you're so cute together. But, oh, thank um, you. When is Rex and Gigi going to get back together? Because we're all going nuts. God, honey, right in. Beg, beg them to put us back together. I don't, I, I don't know the answer to that. I just, you know, I know that the, that the, uh, that the writers and the producers and our, our executive producer Frank and everybody in charge have put, have, have done their research on um, leukemia and what actually happens during bone marrow treatment, uh, uh, bone marrow donation, the donation process, and, and everything like that. So. I just think that they're timing out um, how much, how long Stacy, how how long Stacy can keep uh, Gigi on the fence as far as if Shane's going to need another bone marrow uh, treatment uh, before Gigi can tell Rex the truth about what's been going on. You know, when Gigi finds out and things like that. I, I don't know. I, for all I know, they're going to save it for fall sweeps, but I don't oh, know. No. Oh, sweet. No, no we don't like her. I don't know. We, it, it could, we don't it like could, Stacey, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We have um, our own little name for her, but I'll, I'll keep those to myself. <laughs> well, I don't want to take up too much of your time, but I know you're going away for Farrah's birthday tomorrow, so tell her happy oh. birthday, and I hope you have a great time. Don't lose all your money at Atlantic City, though. <laughs> Farrah is a very good poker player, and I don't expect for her to lose a dime. And I, 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 <laughs> She's going to kick your butt to lose you. Yeah, what I lose, she'll win back. No, she doesn't <laughs> okay. she's, she's never knocked me out of a tournament, but she knocks everybody else out. Oh, really? <laughs> well, thanks for uh, taking the time to talk to us. We appreciate it. You're welcome. Take no care problem. now. Bye-bye. Bye. All right, we got uh, um, somebody here that I think you know uh, very well here. Miss uh, Joanne is on the line. Miss who? Joanne Cusack, Stardust Radio host, is on the line with us right now. Hello, Joanne. Hey, JP. Joanne. How are you, darling? 
How are you? I'm fine. When I saw my buddy was having you on the show, I had to call in and show my love. I don't, I don't, I, how, how, where? Star Dish Radio. No, I know, but where, where did you find out that I was going to be doing this? I don't, I don't even know where people um, were able to look. Oh, I'm lying. Are you kidding me? That's, what? Well, that's because you're, you're, you are, you're so out of the loop with the, um, the computer thing. It's all over Facebook. It's all over MySpace. You know. I don't even have, you know what, you're not going to believe me, but I don't even have the internet in my apartment. There's something wrong Get with you. Out. There is something wrong with you. I <laughs> in my apartment. My, in fact, my computer How about lives. this? All, all of the people that are listening to this show right now, Take I up a collection. Chip, in, chip in money to get him. First of all, <laughs> do you have a computer in your apartment? The answer to that question is no. I keep my laptop at Sarah's. Oh, okay. All right. Well, you know what? At least you have a laptop. So now we need to chip him money so we can get him internet in his apartment. I don't have TiVo in my apartment either. Oh, my God. All right. Well, that's that's it for you. That's a whole um, other issue right there. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Whatever with that. But let me just tell you. Yes. Okay. Navelle and I are are colleagues and friends, and um, of course I knew you were coming on his show, as Melissa Fumero is coming on my show tomorrow night. Um, I thought it was tonight. No, it's tomorrow. That's tomorrow. Your old uh, girlfriend, Adriana. Um, Yeah, Melissa. My old wife, not just girlfriend. Yeah, that's right, wife. Well, it was so brief. Oh, my God. You blinked and it was over. Um, But what I wanted to say to you, uh, particularly with this leukemia storyline, I I think that, and and extend this to Farah as well, that you guys, and, and, um, oh, gosh, why can't I always think of of his name, um, your son's name on the show? Shane, who plays by No, Shane, I was trying to think of his real name, Austin. Um, You've been doing a fabulous, fabulous job with that, and I can say that because I actually had a bone marrow transplant. You're kidding. No. I did, and you are doing really, really well with it. The emotion that Sarah is drawing from, I don't know where she's getting it from, but it is so realistic. And even you, and I know you don't have kids and all that, but you're doing a really, really good job. The character of Stacy, I mean, they really trivialized that one a little bit with how they took her bone marrow, because that's so not how it works. But um, it, it's in order to recover it from the bone marrow. Her, it wasn't her bone marrow. Uh, no, I know, but they they thought it was. Right. You see what I mean? So in in order for them to do it, they would have really had to know that it, you know, it, they would have really had to be taking her bone marrow, which in order to take bone marrow from someone, most of the time you have to do like a chemotherapy treatment depending on the severity. So that's why I say that. But um, it, it it's, it's, it's good overall. I, I can't knock it at all. I get very touchy when I see things like that because I did go through it, and I love the fact that you shaved your head for it. Um, me, myself, being bald for almost three and a half years, it was a hard-ass thing to go through. So the fact that you did it, really, I, I gave you big props for that one. Oh, cool. Thanks. 
So uh, you're definitely doing a good job. And for and as far as Shane's character goes, to co- come through a bone marrow transplant, it does take a long time. So I probably would think if they're going to extend the storyline according to what actually happens, um, you know, there's a lot of uh, uh, a lot of other things that come with it, sterile rooms and all this other stuff. It took me um, almost two months to go home after my bone marrow transplant. All right, but how long? How long between? How long between the first bone marrow transplant that Shane has already received, and until they know that if if he'll definitely or not need a second one where he would be free and clear, and Stacy would then be screwed. You know what it I mean? It took me two. It Longer. took me two months because two what months. they do. It took me two months because what they do is um, they they come in and consistently check your blood levels. Your blood levels have to be at a certain point before you're allowed to even leave the hospital. I had I had mine done in Tampa, and right across the street from the hospital was a sterile home for bone marrow patients. So after my bone marrow transplant was completed, they sent me across the street to the sterile place where everybody walks around with masks. Um, it, it, food is bought and prepared only there. You can't, like, eat fast food or any of that stuff, and you have to go back and forth to the doctor twice a day for blood test results to see how your levels go. And it took me two months before mine were normal enough to where I can go home. And, I mean, and that was two years ago, and my blood levels are still not back to completely normal. So she's got about two months. Well, we, you know, we, we tape very far ahead, so we 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 we, we got to be coming up on two months now with this, so I guess they're going to have to start figuring out what's going to happen with the whole lying thing then soon. I mm-hmm. right, well, right. I just wanted to share that with you. I know that you got other fans on this line, and I, I mean, that's just, I had a touch on that because I thought you were doing really, really good, and I wanted you to know from someone who went through it that you were doing really, really good. Thank you very much. You're welcome. You're welcome. And, Navelle, I'll talk to you later. JP, right. give my best to Sarah and everybody there, and I'll be talking to you soon. All right. All right, Joanne. Bye. Take Bye. care. Bye-bye. Bye. Wow. I, I, I had no idea about that, to be quite honest with you. None whatsoever. Like, that, that that's what happens in there. So it's just like, it just kind of blew me away for a little bit. You know what I mean? Yeah, just yeah. to know about that. Yeah. yeah, it's nice. It's nice to get. It's nice to get compliments from people who are who who have experienced things like it to to, to know that we're uh, doing a relatively accurate job in the portrayal of the storyline. So, mm-hmm. and, you mm-hmm. know, that's a helpful. Have you comment. gotten Have you gotten a lot of compliments of the storyline um, so far? Well, we. Um, you know, it, it's been it's been a half and half. It's sort of been both. People have complimented us the way we've been portraying it. Um, mm-hmm. People have complimented the powerful leukemia storyline, and and you know, of course, everybody is just in awe of how well Farah has has done with being able to just turn her emotions, you know, on and off like crazy and things like that. But um, people are not. Uh, uh, happy with the Stacy lying and and the whole bone marrow and the, just the whole evil Stacy people are not uh, seem to don't seem to be enjoying. Uh, right. So, uh, but maybe that's a good thing because if she's supposed to be a villain and if the, if the 
point is to hate Stacy, then you know if they wanted people to hate Stacy. They you know they're getting it, so maybe that's a positive thing. I, I don't know. Um, so that's that. But yeah. we haven't we haven't gotten anybody that has hated what we're doing with the storyline. So right. As sad as it is, people are happy with the way it's been brought to the screen. Yes. That's good. That's good. There's actually, we actually got a, a question from the chat room. This comes from uh, C21 Talk Radio. From an actor's standpoint, I, I'm sure you are aware that uh, God in Light has been canceled off of uh, for CBS. And yeah. just by how you stand from an actor's standpoint, how do you feel about like like that when you see when you hear about another show going off the air? Um. Uh, specifically, it's incredibly sad that the oldest show in the world is mm-hmm. possibly leaving. You know, 72 years, it's literally the oldest show in the world, um, dating back to radio. Uh, however, I would be very surprised, on a side note, I would be very surprised to, to not see it get picked up or bought by somebody else and put on a cable channel, you know, mm-hmm. I, I would be surprised if it's not chopped around. I, I'd be very surprised if it would just die because they do, you know, there are still mil- millions of people that, you know, over a million people watch it, close to two million, and if you put it on cable a couple times, you get, in any case, that's a side note. Um, right. There's nothing I can do. I'm an actor. I mean, it's very sad. It, obviously, it's very sad to see, you know, to to, to think that these uh uh, employees who, you know, some of the cameramen or people uh, people that work behind the scenes who have been doing it for like 30, 40, 50 years to lose their jobs in something that they've called home for, you know, many, many decades. Uh, obviously, it hurts to see actors lose their job. Um, but, you know, I, cliche, one door closes, another door closes. You can't, you can't, uh, and there's other jobs out there. There's other jobs, there's other shows. Shows come and go like crazy. Um, any show, I mean, we're very blessed in the soap opera world. I mean, we've been, my show's aired for 40 years. And yes. You kind of, I think from a, from a, an entertainment product and just a, just a, a, um, a creative standpoint, you kind of have to go to work assuming that it's your last day and you have to put forth your best effort and just, I try to walk, I try to walk away from my job every day assuming that I'm, there isn't going to be a tomorrow and that I'm happy with at least the last thing that I ever did. Um, so I think it's I think it's a blessing that, that God likes being given the heads up as much as they are because they're going to work until like August. It's not like it went off the air in a week. So everybody, there's some there's some planning that people can do. Um, right. I would like to I would like to see some of the guiding light people get hired on our show. Some of the talent be brought to our show. You know, to to add to our our world, I think it'd be fantastic to see what they could bring. Um, but uh, you, have, you know, you have some former Guardian Light people on your show. I mean, with Jerry Verdorn and Crystal Hunt, even who is playing Stacy on the show. I mean, it, you know, it would be. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I mean, if God forbid it does go off the air and if it doesn't get picked up by something else, I would like to see talent drop by on your show as well. So yeah, yeah. I I would love to see that. But. All, you know, there's nothing. There's nothing you can do. Uh, you can just do your best and hope that people tune in. Mhm. I agree so. with that. I do agree yeah. with that. All right, we got another. We got another caller for you here, and I believe, I believe this is Tony. 
Is right. it Tony? Yes. Yes, it is, Nabelle. <laughs> hey. Hey, Fun. JP. What's going on, buddy? Nothing, man. I'm just chilling. Yeah, I know you're chilling. <laughs> Getting ready uh, to go back to work tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Um, listen. Um, well, listen. Yeah, I, I've been waiting, and I've been looking at the storyline for you guys, you and Farrah and, and Austin, and, and Crystal and Scott. Oh, guys, congratulate on this storyline you had, this 10th storyline you guys done. Thank you. That's very good. Speaking of speaking of the aforementioned two I just mentioned, um, I know you know Scott Cullen from his days at General Hospital and uh, Crystal Hahn from her days at Connex. He's a New York, regular New Yorker. Did you ever think they were going to, did you ever think in Wild Street they would both end up on the same show with you? No. Um, whenever, I, I was actually a huge fan of, of Scott Clifton's from General Hospital. I thought he was a, a force and a, and a great young talent. And, you know, when you hear, the, when, when other people from other shows, whoever it is, and they come to join your show, it's kind of like, uh, it's kind of intimidating because you don't, you don't know, especially, you know, I'm, I mean, I know Crystal was a, uh, has, has been nominated for Emmys. Scott has been nominated for Emmys. Jerry Verdorn was, had, had been on for three decades. So it's kind of like you kind of feel like you need to be on your toes because you don't know what they're what different uh, uh, material they're going to be bringing to the table and you kind of want to you want to um, make them feel welcome and uh, let them do their thing and make them let them find their way on your show and you know but you also want to help them and and uh, I don't know it's kind of a it's kind of pins and needles for a little bit because you don't know what kind of person's coming into your your house. You know, uh, but it's all been positive, and uh, I love Scott. Scott's a great guy. Him and I chat about crazy stuff all the time, and we're both big fans of Family Guy, so we have that connection. <laughs> <laughs> family Guy, yeah, I'm a Yeah, I love that show too, and I and I'm seeing some scenes, and of course, I saw the scenes of most recently with you. Uh, with Rex and Sky Min for the first time, and then Min for the second time when they had that little confrontation with Stacy. Yeah, I mean yeah. it was so, so much funny. I was laughing so hard. <laughs> yeah. Oh, good, good, good. It's good. To, it's if we, can, if we can get our audience to laugh every now and then. That's that's good. Yeah, because you guys are funny guys. You guys should take your comedy act on the road because <laughs> you guys are so doggone funny. Uh, you know, once once the uh, once the uh, sad leukemia storyline wraps, it would be nice to 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 do some young, uh, crazy, off the wall stuff with Scott. You know, be fun. Yeah. Okay. Well, I yeah, well, I better step aside because I need other calls way in the line. Uh, first of all, tell Ferris a happy birthday and uh, continue success oh. on the show. I will. All right. Take care, buddy. Bye, Bye. Bye. All right, we got another question that just popped up in this chat room, and this one they asked, "How is it like working with Eileen Kristen a lot more?" <laughs> yeah, well, well, uh, okay. The answer to the question is, she's a hoot, she's a riot, she's a firecracker. You never know what she's going to do. Um, she's one of the few actors that I've worked with who is willing to to be a, a little more physical, physical comedy. She likes to play with food a lot. She likes to stuff her mouth. If she has, if you give her, if you give Roxy a beverage, you know, there's a chance she'll spit it up a little bit. 
which is it keeps, she keeps you on your toes, and, and it's 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 exciting. I have to sometimes I sometimes Rex steps out of character and actually becomes an audience member when she's in the scene because she's just so entertaining. Um, and yeah, with this father storyline that they're that they're pushing, that I guess will be the next chapter after the leukemia storyline wraps, whenever that is. Um, Eileen and I will be working together even a lot more. Uh, and I'll be interesting to see, it'll be interesting to see how many what kind of levels of humor slapstick there is considering it's such a serious storyline with Roxy who the hell is my father that you've been lying to me about for twenty you know eight years or whatever it is um, and then of course I have no idea who my father is so you know I don't know what the I don't know what the chemistry is going to be between me and whoever they have you know, whoever they decide to be my father, and then what kind of triangle it will be between me, the father, and, and Eileen, I don't know. But I'm very excited for it. It's a long time coming. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I mean, I'll work with Eileen every day. She she loves to run lines, and she loves to rehearse, and she loves she likes to just do a few scenes at a time, and we tape them. So we don't, it's, not, it's not a big, overwhelming, heavy day on set. Like sometimes some actors will like to rehearse ten scenes and then tape them. Eileen likes to sort of stick to maybe just like three or four scenes at a time to put a little more attention and, and focus into them, which I, I love. I'm, I'm flexible either way, but, but her yeah. way is, 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 is a little better, I think, uh, from an actor standpoint. So, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to it whenever it'll start. But I've, I've very much enjoyed working with Eileen. Absolutely. And, you know, everybody's, everybody's been wanting your dad to be Bo Buchanan on the show. Like, everybody who watches One Life to Live and, and sees you and Bob S. was working together, they, they really want Bo to be your dad, but we don't have that kind of power. <laughs> we don't have yeah. that kind of power. Yeah, I don't, uh, I, I don't, I, yeah, I don't know. I would love for Bo to be my father. Um, I'm not... I'm not so concerned that they make Bo Rex's father as I am just that they keep Bo and Rex working together. I, I just like the I just like the relationship of, of Bo and Rex. Um, obviously, I think it would add more if they made Bo and Rex father and son. Uh, but uh, I'm content the way they have it now, just sort of like you know best friends. Mm-hmm. Um, so. I, I, yeah, I, I mean, I don't know if they could just—I don't know if they could justify Eileen and Bob, Eileen and uh, Bo sleeping together. Um, <laughs> this they, is a soap. They are able to justify anything. Justify sure. anything. Um, so I don't know. We'll it's still—it's still in the works. I don't even know if they've made their decision as to who they want it to be. I really don't know. But they're—they're—they're uh, they're, they're getting close, if anything. So that would be good. That'll yeah, be, and. Um, Diane from our chat room, as well as a bunch of other people, they also want to know, are you going to be attending this year's Paws AIDS Walk event in Manhattan at Prohibition? Okay. Um, I think so, but I'm not sure. It's next Wednesday, and we actually are going on location um, for the show that day in New Jersey, um, meaning we're doing a remote so we're we're taping outside of the studio. We're, we're we're doing an outside location shoot, and those tend to take uh, quite a bit of time because 
you never know. Never you never know what you're gonna have to deal with 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 filming outside as far as light and noise and and weather. So assuming I can get back into the city in time, yes, I plan on attending. Uh, I spoke to Eileen on the phone a couple of days ago about it, inviting me, and uh, I know I'm, I think I've already auction, I've already agreed to auction off a phone call uh, with myself. Um, so I'll be there in spirit, if anything. But yes, I am going to try to make it there. Um, but it's all it's all in the, the the powers of of what you know of work, my work day. So okay, no, okay. there you go. I hope that answers your question, Dave. And then she said it's the 13th, so not next week, I think. The 13th, so that's not... That's oh, it's, the oh, it's following the Monday. following Monday, not the coming Monday. The following Monday. Wait, I thought it was a Wednesday. Mm-hmm. That's what I heard. It's on the 13th. Mm-hmm. Well, then then I don't know. Then I don't know. <laughs> you said yes. I'm going to try to make it. <laughs> I, I work. I work. I work every day for the next two weeks. Um, the answer to my question is: If I'm out of work in time, then I'll be going. Yes. There you go. There I you go. Next Wednesday. I thought it was next Wednesday. All right. I don't know. See, that's what happens. See, see, fans are awesome. They're able to correct us. Yes. <laughs> we don't know everything. <laughs> no matter how hard we try, we don't know jack squat. We don't. <laughs> everything. It's unbelievable how much they're on top of everything. They're, I yeah. think they know more about storylines than you do. Yes. They, well, I know. I can tell you I've met fans that know what's going to happen before I do. So, yeah. It's crazy. There you go. Yeah. And before and before you round out here, uh, we'd love to have you do a, a, a promo for us on, on the show here. Sure. Um, you can say anything in regards to this is John Paul Lavoisier, Pastor Lavoisier, and... You're listening to Buzzworthy Radio. Improvise that in any way, shape, or form that you want to. It's up to you. Have at it, man. All right. Hey, this is Jean-Paul Lavoisier, uh, a.k.a. Rex Balsam from ABC's One Life to Live, and you are listening to the very most interesting Buzzworthy Radio. Always giving you a good time. Nice. Yeah. Nice. It was it was great getting you here, man. After cool. a year, long time coming. Uh, nice, nice to have you here, man. Thank, thanks please. so much for coming out. You're very welcome. All right, and you're welcome back anytime. All right. All right, cool, man. Thanks. Thanks, man. Take care. All right. You too. Bye. How fun was he? I I I think that uh, John Paul Vassier is like one of the coolest one of the coolest actors and coolest. Uh, people to meet in, in person. So I want to thank him for coming onto the show here. We had 13 of but I actually did that on purpose. To um, Joanne, if you want to call back in here, call back in here. Um, we are going to do a little bit of a, I, I want to take at least a couple of minutes now to pimp a little something something. And yes, for those of you who did go on Rock the Soap this past March, and are looking forward to going next year for Rock the Soap 2. I just want to let you know that the Rock the Soap 2 VIP fan club did open today. It, it officially went live today. Um, for those of you who did give Joanne and myself your email addresses, you should have gotten your newsletter letting you know that it did go up and live today. So you can check the VIP fan club section at rockthesoap.com and one of the things I really want to emphasize about this is that it's a free membership. Most fan clubs you have to pay for. This is actually a free membership for you guys. 
you register for free. I'm going to repeat that again. F-R-E-E, free. That's right. And not only that, if you round up some people to sign up into the VIP uh, fan club uh, and making sure you let them know that uh, you were the ones that referred them, you can get some nice little discounts off of your nice little room there on the ship. I think it's like if you round up a certain amount of people, you get um, one eight bucks off. If you round up about uh, another certain amount, you'll get two hundred um, two hundred off. I think it's like if you round up a hundred people to sign up, you'll like jump up in statuses. And then if you wound up getting a hundred people to get into the VIP fan club, then you'll get two hundred dollars off of your discount. And then there's something else where you'll get four hundred dollars off or 400 that's credited to your account. So you definitely got to check that stuff out at rockthesoap.com, as well as some of the new talent that's going to be on. So far, the new talent that's going to be available with us is Tyler Christopher from General Hospital, Rick Hurst from General Hospital, and Billy Miller from The Young and the Restless, as well as some of your favorite alumni will be returning, such as Torsten, Kay, Susan Haskell, Mike Knight, uh, Bobby Eats, Kathy the Pilot, Kathy Breyer, the Divas of Daytime themselves are going to be performing a full concert set next year. So that is definitely something that you got to watch out for. Um, Liz Hendrickson is going to be back. Brandon Barrage is going to be returning. Jason Thompson is going to be back. Jake Silverman, Van Hansis are going to be returning. And there's going to be some more names that's going to be dropped onto this list as well. So if you want to get in on full access to when all this stuff is going to be taking place before anybody else, send us your emails. Send us your emails at navlee at buzzwittyradio.net or letsdishbaby at gmail.com so you guys can get ahead of the game. And also, if you do register with the VIP um, fan club, then you will have access to being able to pre-register your room before anybody else. It goes live to everybody on May 19th. But for those of you who do register ahead of time in the VIP section, I believe you can register your room on May It's May 9th. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. May 7th. I just brought it up on the screen. It's May 7th, so that's next week. So you guys can start uh, going ahead and getting whatever room that you want. Whatever room that you want. You can get the best cabin in the house. As far as I go, as long as I get a room, I don't care. <laughs> but if you want to have that luxury before anybody else, definitely. Definitely sign up for the VIP fan club. It's free. No strings attached. This is all for the fans. I, I just want to emphasize this. this is all for you guys. No money was made off of this this past March. No money was made because this was all for you guys. All for you. And I see Diane is saying in the chat room that her trip is all planned already. That's good. I'm glad. I am so glad about that. And make sure that uh, next year, Diane, you're going to pack me some Reese's Cups because I was Reese's Cups. Uh, I, was, I was lost without them. I was lost. I had no idea what to do with myself without them. So make sure you pack a little extra Reese's Cups in your bag. But, yes, just emphasize it again. No money was made. This was all for the fans coming out and showing support for your favorite soap actors and getting – getting to connect with other soap fans as well. You know, this this was like a great time to be had by all. You're not going to have that much, you're not going to have events where you have that much intimacy with your favorite soap star. I mean, you get to see them everywhere on ship. Granted, you're going to get them downtimes and all that stuff, but 
you're going to get that luxury to be able to be have all this space time with them at all these events, even on a set. I mean, you can sit at a booth playing blackjack and gamble with the guys. That's how loose and available these these actors are to you. And for the whole three days that you're on shift, it's like you're like their best friends and vice versa. So, you know, you're going to have all that luxury. So that that's going to be absolutely fantastic for you guys to get ahead and go on this trip. It was the best event ever, Diane. I agree. It was the best event. And, you know, like I said, if you work on it and you refer people to join the VIP fan club section, you could be having a cruise for free. There is there is a chance for you to win a free Ocean View room on this ship for next year. All you got to do is just sign up for the VIP fan club and go from there. Can't emphasize that enough. There are ways for you to save money on your trip. You can probably just spend like measly bucks just to go on this trip. There's so much there's so much stuff that you can do to go ahead and get on this ship. I can't emphasize that enough. You know, they're doing they're doing everything to make sure that you guys can do this next year. And what better way to do that than give you discounts and offer a free room. You know? There there's just so many op- ample opportunities for you guys out there. And what better way to take them up on it, right? Absolutely. <laughs> Diane, I know about this story with Joanne in the Ocean View room, and it had a view of her. If history does repeat itself, get it on camera. That's all I'll say. <laughs> That's all I'll say. That is all I'll say. No more, no more about that. <laughs> but it was definitely a trip to be remembered, especially if you're going to be doing a trip with Oh, I don't know. Um, spring Breakers? Let's, yeah. I have nothing else to say. You notice that dead silence I said after the word Spring Breakers? Yeah, that was intended. I have nothing else to say but that. Because you know exactly how Spring Breakers can be on a boat, surrounded by nothing but confinement and booze for three days. Yeah, that's fun. <laughs> But, yes, make sure you guys check it out at rockthesoap.com. Pre-sale tickets go on sale next Tuesday, May 7th, and it goes live to the rest of the public on the 19th of May. So make sure you guys check that stuff out. I want to make sure you guys also check out Joanne's show tomorrow with Melissa Fumero, who played the role of Adriana. I don't say Adriana. I say Adriana. Thanks to Dorian. From One Life to Live, she will be appearing on tomorrow's Stardust Radio, so make sure you guys check her out. I believe it's at 10 p.m. 10 p.m. tomorrow. Join. I think it's 10 p.m. tomorrow night, 10 p.m. Eastern Time. Check her out with uh, Melissa Fumero on her show tomorrow night. And next week we're going to be back with a new show on Monday at 4.30 p.m. Eastern Time with Kelly Menigan-Hensley. She plays the role of Emily Stewart on CBS Daytime's As the World Turns. We're going to be back with her on Monday, 4.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Plus, we got some other shows in the works for you. And um, as soon as we get those up and running, we'll let you guys know who's coming up. And from all of us here at Buzzworthy Radio, we want to thank John Paul Lavoisier for coming on to the show tonight. You're in the making, man. It happened. I'm so happy he got here. I want to thank all the callers who called in uh, onto the show. And I want to thank you guys for attending the show tonight. Thank you so much for joining us. If you missed the show live, or if you missed any of the shows for that matter, you can always download the shows 
at our website at buzzworthyradio.net, or you can download them off of our Blog Talk Radio page at blogtalkradio.com slash buzzworthyradio. So you have plenty of ample opportunities to listen to our show. But from all of us here at Buzzworthy, I am signing off. I'm Navelle J. Lee, wishing you guys a very, very pleasant night and a very, very fun weekend. Those of you who are attending Soap Fest this Saturday and Sunday on Marco Island, you guys have fun. Give them all my best. Have fun. We'll see you guys next week. Take care. Get the latest buzz with Buzzworthy. We'll see you guys on Monday. Buzzworthy.